like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Blake Rafino. Chapel downward two every Wednesday. Blake, we're going to get to the football fast, but it came up last hour. Todd Helton got into the Hall of Fame, and Kevin from Muletown said, ironically, Frank Thomas and Helton, the only two from the SEC in the Hall, my first thought was LSU does not have anybody in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. They do not. Wow. Well, they do I would have yeah. bet against that. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. But you know, here's the ironic thing. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Paul Skeens. I was uh, thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's going to change pretty quickly. <clears throat> and Dylan Cruz too. So, no, uh, LSU does not have anybody into the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, which is crazy. Yeah, there's a guy that's six seven, two sixty, about to get unleashed on Major League Baseball. We'll see how that works. Yeah, soon. he's kind of trimmed up. He's kind of trimmed up too. I saw him the other day. Um, he was here at LSU uh, working out, doing some training. He's looking good. I mean, kind of just trimmed down because you know the he, he just thought to himself, at least from you know just talking to him, whatever. Uh, that it's going to be a long season for him, so that he you know he, he kind of just wants to be uh, physically prepared. But he is such an he's such an animal, dude. Like oh. Bill, it's not even it's not even fair. Like, how can he be 6'7 and, and look like that, you know? And by the way, is you know, <laughs> you know, he's got a nice-looking girlfriend, too. I was going to ask, not, not that that's what this show's about. That's going well, though, right? They're still together. Seems like it. They're around everywhere. I mean, uh, South Carolina comes to uh, LSU for women's basketball on Thursday, and they said that they're going, so, okay. There you go. Yeah. Question, Taylor here in Fayetteville, Georgia. Ask Blake, how does LSU's offense and their ceiling with Nussmeyer and Sloan compare to the ceiling with Daniels and Denbrock? It's a good question. Uh, I think it's a different kind of ceiling, Bill. You know, like, so with with Jaden, I mean, you, you, how did you guard him? You know, like how do you, how do you contain what he what he does? With with Nuss, I think that you know there's a different ceiling because he's got to have a couple of things around him that work too, meaning the running game and things like that. Jaden Bill, I mean, every week, even at 22, I mean, even when people you know didn't really know if he should be LSU starting quarterback, which was crazy enough. I, I mean, he would take off for for 70, and nobody knew what to do. I, I do think Bill. 
yesterday it being announced that Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankin would be the co-OCs. Uh, Bill, LSU's uh, this staff, so LSU's pretty much done with their staff. I think Slay Nagel, the, the two-lane OC, could be the tight ends coach that could be announced. Uh, him and John McNulty seem to be in some kind of running here, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, but, Bill, they have developed, recruited, and play called at LSU, to me, pretty well. Um, it, the, the difference of the ceiling is, is I do think LSU this past year in 2023, Bill, rivaled a lot of 2019 LSU to some extent of how explosive they were. I just don't know if Garrett Nussmeyer can get to that. Um, but we'll see. I, I do think that, that, Bill, they're going to be a top 15 offense again. You know, like I, I think they got those kinds of weapons because they got all they got four of the five offensive linemen returning. They got stud wide receivers. They got C.J. Daniels from Liberty in the portal. I, I just don't worry about them on offense. Oh, by the way, they've got stud running backs. The kid Caleb Jackson that keeps running people over. It, Bill, the, the thing that, that's plaguing LSU, I say this every week on your show, is defense. The ceiling is what you saw in 2019 because of the weapons they have. But they, I don't think they can uh, – they're not going to get there. They can't get there. Not next year they can't. Sam Dog, baseball just around the corner, so he's got a question. Ask Blake, what does he think Georgia is getting from a Wes Johnson-coached baseball team? And just for everybody, he was at LSU last year, Wes. Um, high competitor. Uh, a guy that probably calls the best game that I've ever seen, uh, Bill, in the in the last 15, 20 years that I've been watching, you know, or 33 years, really, that I've been watching LSU baseball. I think he's the best pitching coach that we've ever had, to be honest with you, uh, even during those days of Skip Bartman. Um, he's just, Bill, here's the, here's the thing with Wes Johnson and Georgia baseball. LSU goes up to Georgia all the time, knocks on the door and says, hi, we're LSU, and they come on down. He's got to recruit there. Right, Georgia's got to take baseball seriously because they got dudes all over the place. Like, <laughs> Georgia might be the, build the biggest sleeping giant baseball team ever. But West is going to go in there and recruit, and he's going to take it serious. This upcoming year, though, I don't really expect a whole lot. They got some big-time pieces. I think they'll hit, uh, hit a ton this year. Uh, let's see what they do on the mound. That's going to be their biggest question mark. Uh, uh, for the dogs, but I like Wes Johnson a lot, Bill. I, look, me and you talked off air, just the conversations that we would have, I would have with him uh, during the season, just asking about stuff like Paul Skeens um, and and Paul getting to work with him. You know, I, for whatever reason, took heat on this when, but we talked about it. But there was a video that came out that Paul said, "Look, look, coming here to, to be with Wes Johnson was a big deal for me." Um, so that's the kind of dude that you have. I think he's going to start recruiting at a high level. I, I would not be surprised, Bill, if next transfer portal class, uh, Georgia does, makes some really big waves. John in Manchester, Tennessee, says, I always enjoy when Blake's on. And noting that he played offensive line in college, what is Tennessee getting in Lance Hurd? Yeah, so, Bill, big, big addition. I, I, I can't literally and figuratively. Uh, I do think there's some things he's got to work on. I think, Bill, he can play right or left tackle, whatever you want him to play. He's got to get a little bit better with his bend. Bill, I, when, when I talk to kids all the time, I say, bend your butt, not your hips. So he bends with his hips, Bill. He leans a lot. But he gets away with it because, Bill, he's, you know, the kid probably benches 
you know, over 400. And he's got, he's got good enough feet where it can, he can deal with a lot of kids in the SEC, um, and it doesn't really bother him. He's just got to get a little bit more technical. Now, Bill, I, I don't know what Tennessee has along their offensive line. I haven't really studied them yet going into next year. I guarantee you, you don't have a nastier dude in the running game than Lance Hurd. You, you just don't. Okay, like, the dude is, is a freak of nature when it comes to the running game. He's got to get a little bit more technical. But, Bill, he's a five-star for a reason. Like, even though he left LSU and LSU fans don't really like him right now because of the way that all that went down, doesn't change the fact that the kid can freaking play. And he's just a really good addition for Tennessee. Bill, the, the ultimate question is, can he play left tackle or right tackle? Personally, right now, um, just watching him, I think he's better suited for right tackle uh, because of how dominant he is in the running game. But would not be surprised if they put him at left tackle and the blonde side of Nico. You were talking about the running game. They've run for over 2,500 yards three straight years, and they've got four offensive line starters back plus him. Well, here we go. I mean, <laughs> because, look, Bill, he's, he's going to be the best run blocker on your team. Yeah. I promise you. Like, I, I don't really have to see a whole lot of other kids because, look, I, I've seen him – uh, with a really good offensive line at LSU, I've seen oh, him yeah. make pushes against Georgia, against Dallas Turner. I've seen him take on guys in the interior. Bill, I've even seen him at guard. Okay, like I think that he is versatile enough that if you even need him to move into guard, he can play. The only question, Bill, is is when the game goes a little bit longer, okay, and he starts getting a little bit tired, he starts leaning a little bit too much, and it gets him beat. But he's just so such a freak of nature. Bill, I saw him... I saw him at Neville High School, okay, like sit down on a chair and do a box jump, okay? The, what, how that kid does what he does is – I don't know how God gives people these kinds of abilities, okay? The kid can play. I don't know, Bill, where he starts, but he is a day one starter right now. He has that kind of ability. Yeah, and Blake played at about six four three ten or something, so Blake had some size too, so – Trust me, Blake. Blake's yeah, Blake I, I started shrinking, Bill, after my knees started getting bad. So now <laughs> apparently I'm 6'3", until the doctor told me. <laughs> Taylor in Fayetteville, Georgia says, and I love this kid he mentions, he says another possible Hall of Famer is Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman yeah. played shortstop at LSU and was an absolute magician with a glove there. Bill, I think you can make the argument. Um. Probably the best defender at, oh. in LSU baseball's history, without Crazy. question. I, remember, I mean, remember that. Remember that play. And I don't know if he did this a lot, where he caught the ball and then went around his back to throw yeah. the guy out. I mean, God yeah, Bill, that happened in Omaha twice. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, uh, what, I forget his name. Uh, I forget who who called the game, but he's like, "Why does it? Why is this normal for him?" You it, know, and it, it was, is. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a labor. It was perfectly in flow for him to do that. One hundred percent. Best <laughs> defender in LSU baseball's history. Uh, but Bill, I, I will tell you, he he changed. I, I'll tell you this. He changed at least from LSU's perspective. Uh, kids that are borderline first round, <clears throat> Dylan Cruz, that surpassed. The, the MLB draft to come to college. That's when all this started with LSU. Now, it's happened a lot of times, but 
look, he started everything and then started the, you know, had the number eight, which is a, a big heel, a big deal here. Okay. But look, he's going to be, other than maybe uh, Albert Bell, okay, who, Bill, I mean, I guess you could say it's an LSU, LSU player, even though he left LSU um, and Joey Bell. But he's the, probably arguably the best LSU Tiger from a Major League Baseball standpoint so far. Now, I think that's going to change, but probably him or Joey Bell. But I don't know if you count Joey Bell, to be real with you. Quick one here. Hoptown boy up in Kentucky said, stumbled across gymnastics the other night with my daughter. We were watching Kentucky LSU, and the atmosphere at the PMAC, the Pete Maravich Assembly Center, was full. It was crazy. It was nuts. He wants to know, was it always like that? Not until they started coming in the second every year in national titles, but they still have not won it. But yeah, it, it, it is always that live, like that, that crazy. Wow. Uh, it's going to be that, that crazy Thursday when South Carolina comes this past. Hey, tell everybody how they can get your shows. Yeah, we'll be live today, Rafino and Joe Show. We'll talk some college football, Ohio State making big moves, six, and then we'll talk some, some LSU stuff after the men's basketball game around 738 o'clock. All right, man. See you next week. Thanks, Bill Gotagi. Mr. Blake Rafino. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's really starting to load up pretty good with a lot of volume now on 24 westbound. Coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through the Antioch area. It also gets heavy on Vietnam Vets westbound. Coming through Hendersonville, headed towards Conference Drive. It's slow this morning due to road work. Up there in the northern part of Robertson County on 65 southbound around the Portland exit. 24-7 uh, reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, it's uh, Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. 
And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football-centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid, and we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. College sports. Bill King knows a few things. Josh in Big Town. Hey, Bill. Today, Council Bluffs, 2 o'clock. 92 Bama, 04 Southern Cal. All right, first of all, this is Bama's defense. Got to remember, that team is all about a generational defense against Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush, Dwayne Jarrett, all those weapons. Lindale White was also one of the running backs. All those weapons on that offense. Now let's go back to 92 Bama. Again, today, 2 o'clock, Council Bluffs, 92 Bama, 04 Southern Cal. 92 Bama, let me see if I can name all 11 on the defense. James Gregory was the nose. The two ends were Eric Curry and John Copeland. The linebackers were Lemansky Hall, who was here. I don't know if he still lives here. I think he was on a staff. Was he on the uh was he on one of the was he on like South Carolina staff or Clemson or anyways, you guys correct me on that. But anyways, Lemansky Hall. And he actually had a kid on our little league baseball team. Lemansky Hall. Antonio London, who was from Tullahoma, Tennessee, and Derek Oden. Derek Oden was a thumper, man. George Teague in the secondary. Sam Shade. Who am I leaving out? Oh, Antonio Langham. <laughs> leave that one out. Yeah, leave out Antonio Langham. Shade, Teague, Langham, and you know what? I'm not sure I know who the other DB was. I I fell short there. Darn. I think I got 10 of the 11 there, though. That was the 92 defense against Southern Cal's offense. And remember now, that Alabama team wasn't a super high-picked team. It was Gene Stallings, who was in year three, I guess. Yeah, year three, because he got there in 90. And they won the national championship. Woody McCorvey, a good friend of mine, who's been at Clemson now all these years, but was at Clemson earlier with Danny back in the day. Woody was the receiver coach on that team. 
And um, I got to I gotta say, I today, 2 o'clock, that Southern Cal offense is going to get theirs. I'd probably pick Southern Cal in that ball game. Yeah, I think I would. Southern Cal, today, 2 o'clock. The 4 team. 92 Bama defense. I, I think there's so much firepower there. Now, the defense for Bama would play well. They'd play, they'd play very well. It'd be the best defense Southern Cal plays. But, yeah, yeah, I got to go Southern Cal. Southern Cal wins that game 28 to 21. Yeah, 28-21. That offense for Alabama, Jay Barker at quarterback, David Palmer was on that team, Derek Lassick, Sherman Williams, I remember him, right? And that's, those, I mean, I love David Palmer, all you Bama fans, one of the better playmakers you're going to see, but yeah, I, I still got to go with Southern Cal. I tell a funny story. It's, it's Ole Miss and Oxford against Alabama early night. Might've been 93. You could check me and I'm down there doing uh TV work and, uh, I'm down on the field pregame or the teams are warming up. I'm in the end zone with Woody McCorvey, and, he, and David Palmer is stretching five, ten feet from us. And uh, Woody would always call me, and Palmer would be in his office. They'd be joking with each other, you know, cracking on each other. And anyways, Woody goes, uh, Bill, there's uh, David Palmer right there. Have you ever met him? I said, well, I've met him, but I love watching him. He goes, you know, he wasn't much when I got him, but he's going to be okay. And I remember Palmer just dying laughing. Just remember him dying laughing. And, and Palmer was a guy, remember in the Tennessee game, you could put him at quarterback, and they needed a two-point conversion. That 93 season to tie the game up and send Tennessee fans into a nuclear tizzy. You could do anything with him. Play him at receiver, pitch him the ball. Just such a versatile all-around player. But, yeah, I think, I think Southern Cal – as much as I love that 92 Bama team and the story about that defense, I just think there's too much firepower, pizzazz with Southern Cal in that ball game. But not some incredible memories. But both of those teams, both of those years, yeah, both of those teams. And that same Southern Cal team was back the next year, basically. Intact to play against uh, Texas in the national championship. And on fourth and keep the ball game over, they give the ball to Lindale White. I'm not sure in the history of make the right play here. Remember, remember, guys, if you really got to have it, think players, not plays. On what planet do you game plan, play call, Lindell White and not Reggie Bush.
on what planet do they make that call? And it's the right call. Not this planet. Texas gets the ball back. Vince Young puts on the Superman cape, puts back on the Superman cape, and does Superman things. Texas wins. No Kev up in Chicago. Bill, not sure how much you're following the FSU-ACC lawsuit, but one thing that has been talked about is the four-letter network not happy with the three additions to the ACC. Well, if you are ESPN and your job is to acquire rights, pay for rights, pay leagues, for rights to broadcast their games. And the way you make money is you sell ads with your corporate partners in those games. You make your money back that you spent to get the rights, and then you make your profits selling ads. Those ads go up as the rating of the game goes up. You're adding Stanford, Cal, and SMU. I'm not here to just be Mr. Mean host of the show guy, right? Guy just sits there and cuts down everybody. That's not what I'm trying to do. But as we've talked about for a long time, there's only two categories when we're talking expansion. Additive or dilutive. Not one of those comes close to being additive if you are ESPN. Not one. Yeah, we've got SMU now. And again, SMU's uh, had some good teams here from time to time. Right? I like watching them. But, yeah, we just added SMU. Uh, can't wait for that SMU weight game. Is that, is that going to uh, spice up your broadcast? Stanford. Cal. They're in Northern California. Okay, so what? Northern California is not going to their games and watching them. Northern California is not now all eyeballs on the ACC because Stanford and Cal happened to jump in there. That is not what they're into. They're dilutive. They're not additive. That was done because of the part of the contract that says you can't fall below a number of teams or we can redo the contract. That was a desperation move that they felt like they had to do. But you're not getting anything out of adding those teams from an additive point of view. You add Texas and Oklahoma, that's phenomenally additive. To the highest of level. Nikki says, Bill, wasn't David Palmer's nickname Deuce? Or am I thinking of somebody else? No, it was Deuce. It was. Nikki up in the uh, lovely borough. Yes. I, I wasn't thinking Deuce Palmer. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I had forgotten about that. And if you hadn't brought it up, I wouldn't have remembered it. But, yes, absolutely true. 
Allen in Tampa. Bill, does Hairball realize if he takes the Chargers job, California will take half his money? More than that. Yeah, more than that. I don't think with Harbaugh, I'm guessing Harbaugh has made, let's let's think about his career. He was coaching in San Diego, got the Stanford job, won big there, got the NFL job, and then, uh, what did he have, the 49er job? Then Michigan. Uh, he's probably made 50-plus, maybe more million dollars. Now, that's a real guess. I mean, that could be anywhere. And they're going to pay him more than he would have gotten. I think Michigan had an $11.5, $12 million deal for him. He'll at least get that. It may be around 15 I don't really know. Yeah, half of that will go. But but you got to remember, he's lived – he lived in, in Southern California before. He knows what – that's probably worse. Tax-wise, it's probably worse now, but it's always been very oppressive there, tax-wise. I don't think he cares about that. He makes so much money. He's made so much money. I don't think money to him would would be a reason. I think it's the ability to win and the ability to have control and make a lot of money, although you are, as he mentioned, paying more than 50% back. I don't think that's a key element for him. It would be for me, but for a guy like that, no. Yeah, not at all. Now, they're saying that they're close. Now, We'll see what that means. Does that mean today? That means something happened today? Kevin in Dublin, Pete Carroll allowed two head coaching, scratching, uh, head scratching decisions, the Lindale White run and then the Super Bowl throw instead of run with Lynch. Yeah. With, with the entire planet on the line there. Now, Pete's had a phenomenal career, and Pete just, I guess, stepped down few weeks ago, whenever that was, but did a very good job out in Seattle. Pete's, Pete's a good coach. Pete's a very, very good coach. I'll tell you the other thing about Pete is, uh, and I've interviewed him a couple of times, and I don't know if this is the way he is, but I get the feeling it is. Pete is a very, when it comes to the media and when it comes to, you know, the obligations that are big pain for the coaches, He's a very nice, reasonable guy. At least that's been my brief experience with him. Probably interviewed him two, three times through the years. And could not be more cordial, could not be more, you know, there for you, that kind of thing. I remember... When he was at Southern Cal and somebody did a piece on him, he would, some random nights, midnight, two in the morning, get up and drive into the worst parts of town to try and help people on the street. Just walking through there. And somebody did a piece on him. I don't think he wanted any publicity for it. He would literally go 
and try and walk through there. I don't know if you could. It's way worse today, right? But it's been bad forever. Just way worse. And he would spend nights, many hours, while the coach at Southern Cal just walking around seeing who he could help on the streets. He's an interesting dude. Yeah, he's a very, very interesting dude, to say the least. But, And I don't know if, if Pete – now, Pete Carroll's made a fortune. He's probably made $100 million. I don't know if Pete would want to do TV. Now, he, he'd be really good. Uh, Pete Carroll would be fantastic on TV. I don't know if that's anything he'd want to do or he just wants to take it to the house. He's put in all his – Football head coaching work, it's time to just take it to the house. I don't know, but he'd he'd be good. He'd good he'd be good at any of it. Yeah, he'd be good at any of it. Allen in Tampa does Hairball realize. Yes, yes, I saw that one. Sorry. Oh, here it is. He goes, I ain't giving half my money to Hair Gel Newsom. <laughs> no, but just for men is giving their money to Blackbeard. We do know that. That's a fact, Jack. All right, let's get the break. Wednesday edition, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It continues to run slow coming down through that northern part of Robertson County on 65 southbound around Portland. Again, that's slowing down a lot of folks coming in from Kentucky due to that road work. It's heavy over here now past the airport on I-40 westbound here at Donaldson Pike as you also trying to get up 24 with a lot of volume westbound. 24 is really heavy through the Antioch area coming in from Murfreesboro. A Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered during all the playoff games with some catering. You can order on your mobile app today. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. No one outfits golfers better than Edwin Watts Golf Shops. We've been fitting golfers since 1968. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club, pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking it back, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The old BCS computer runs on diesel fuel and dreams. We know this because it lives in Bill King's garage. T.J. will be with us, T.J. Pettinger, Dave Hooker, that's hour two, Jay Book, hour three, that's confirmed, and uh, J.C. Sherbert, also hour number three. No fan in the 863 checking in this morning. Saw yesterday Carol was in talks with San Diego, didn't read it because I don't care. Also, Belichick mentioned in the headline. Yeah, I haven't looked so far. The only thing I check as it applies to our world here, is Harbaugh. And once he's gone, that'll be it. I won't know how he's doing. Well, you know what? Probably through osmosis I will. But I won't actively pursue it. Yeah, it's just, it's just about Harbaugh. It will be fun to watch the transition, if indeed he's leaving, which it certainly feels like he is, Harbaugh how the new roster transitions. It's still Michigan. No, they've got a lot and a lot of people to replace. And that will that will require some some patience. Is it Sharon Moore? Is he the one that just immediately steps in and let's go get it? The story reads that Jesse Minter, if indeed Harbaugh's leaving, would be the defensive coordinator. Which makes sense. Jesse's resume is accelerating at a rapid pace. 
son of Rick Mentor, who coached with Coach Pete, Pete Cordelli, who joins us on Fridays. Oh, and uh, if you did not know, Pete Cordelli will be at the Emerald Coast Commitments. If you haven't met Coach Pete, he'll be down there. He is uh, locked in his room. Yeah, Coach Pete, you'll you'll enjoy being around him. But, yeah, Jesse Mentor is uh, really, really moving up fast. And I don't know what the plan is, but let's say a year or two in the NFL, his defenses are very well run, sound. He may get a college option. He may get a shot to come back to the college game. If that's something he want to do now, just think about that pro lifestyle. If you're, if you're good at it, which is hard to be, Think about the pro lifestyle. Your your season is from practice late July through whenever you're done. If you're in the playoffs, you could be playing end of early January. If you're an elite team, you're still playing right now. But regardless of that, that's about a um, six-month run. Now, you do have uh, the OTAs and things, but you're not out recruiting. There's a personnel department that you're not really much part of. So about six months of that is a fantastic life compared to the absolute insanity, which is college football, that we all love. But let's face it, you and I don't have to work at 28 hours a day either. In some office grinding, chasing guys, trying to leave, trying to track down rumors about one of you guys getting poached, getting a call from one of the player's agents who you've already negotiated with three times in the past, now wanting more money for the fourth time. That's your day. Or six months out of the year, birds chirping, green grass, high tides, NFL money. Now, you're coming into the office, you have responsibilities, but it's not like the vigilante insanity of the college game. The lifestyle, the peace and quiet relative to the college game trumps the college game, if that's your job. So, I don't know, Jesse Mentor does well. Maybe he's a head coach up there someday. On Sundays, I don't, I don't know, but nonetheless, his uh, his resume is moving absolutely rapidly. We need to get a break here shortly. Yeah, shortly we need to get a break. I mentioned it earlier, but let's redo it. Will Rogers, former Mississippi State quarterback. Very accomplished passing quarterback, had officially transferred to UW. Coach DeBoer left. He jumped in the portal. Jed Fish, their new coach, has convinced Rodgers to stay. He has withdrawn or plans to from the Hegon Gateway and play for Jed Fish. That is big UW news. You could argue that's the most accomplished passing quarterback in college football, coming back. You could you could make that argument. He is a very accomplished passing quarterback. Ags and Strohs, 
on the gorgeous Texas coast. Bill, check out this old ticket stub. I found it from my sophomore year at A&M. Can you believe this picture? Some dudes in that picture. Number 23 is Aaron Wallace. Number 83 is John Roper. How about that? Yeah, how about how about that? He said that's back when RC was dealing some wicked defenses. RC, did we mention this? Is I believe at the moment the interim AD there. Mr. R.C. Slocum, who Evie was telling us a week or two ago still has an office there. Good morning. It was running a little bit slow a few minutes ago in South Nashville, uh, 65 South at Harding Place. Uh, they were looking for a possible pedestrian walking up and down the road there. Be careful. So just drag it on. 65 Southbound up there in Robertson County around the Portland area. It's been that way all morning. Still heavy traffic in a couple of spots like Vietnam Vets coming through Hendersonville. Westbound is just slow go on Vietnam Vets working your way towards Conference Drive. Really heavy. 24 Westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County through uh, Hermitage right now that's extremely heavy on 40 westbound here at Central Pie. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken has you covered during the playoff games with uh, catering. You can order on your mobile app today. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only is lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. 
The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Nobody knows more about college football history than Bill King. Bo in lovely Gallatin, Tennessee. Welcome in, Bo. Bill, how you doing, brother? I saw, let me just take a second. A gentleman I have not talked to in a while, and I regret that. I saw where long-time... Gallatin legend, football coach Calvin Short passed away. I hated seeing that. Yeah, he was a he was a great man. He changed the face of uh, of our town here in Gallatin. He was he was there when I was in school with my dad. My dad and him coached together, and uh, I was in school with his son uh, John. And uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was a sad time, but it was a great celebration. Coach Short, he was. Uh, he was iconic and legendary, Bill, and uh, you know all about the G-Factor, brother. <laughs> Let me tell everybody the story one more time. Late 80s, I don't remember the year, but late 80s, you may remember the year. Somebody called out of the blue and said, what do you think about Gallatin here in the state uh, playoffs? I said, I don't think they're going to be much of a factor. They get to the state championship game, win it, but everywhere there are posters, and it was at Vanderbilt, everywhere saying, factor this. There was a million of those. And, of course, and the, so I did not know Calvin. And right after that, a guy there locally, I, who was the guy that was the in the bowling ball business? Um, Bobby something. Anyways, very close friend of Calvin, calls me. We end up going to lunch and became friends. It was really cool. You talking about riding? You talking yes. about Bobby riding? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That yeah. was him. He's the one that put right. that together. But But that was one of my first moments – uh, in the war in this business, and it happened to be with him. That's funny. That's funny. That's some, that was good times, Bill. Yeah, that was uh, that was when the green waves were dominant back then. Oh, but no doubt. I, I heard Sorry you about talking that. about. I heard you talking about that '92 team, Bill Curry and Copeland. Yep, man. I was. Uh, I've been. I've been in Nealon a lot of times, and that's the best defense I've ever seen. I saw him absolutely crunch my boy Heath Hewler that day. And it put took Heath out of the game. I think third quarter or something. He came out with a shoulder injury. But uh, we hey, I, I, don't I know. believe I think that was Lemansky Hall. And I'll tell you this: we're at Little League Baseball, and Lemansky Hall sitting there. We're we're sitting there, first base coaching or something. And he told me about that play. He said I was aiming for him, and he goes, "I hit him <laughs> just." He goes, "I hit him just above the ear hole." Oh man, that was uh, <laughs> there was some there was some sticking going on that day, brother. I tell you, but. Uh, your boy Blake got me fired up talking about Herd Bill. Oh, and, he's, a be- uh, he's a beast. I, I wonder, do you think, is Nico going to have enough pieces around him, Bill, to get in the playoffs this year? I I think yes. Think? It's it's doable. Now, there's going to be some tough games, but yes, it's doable. 
And I don't know. Here's what we don't know. Are they going to play him right tackle like they did Darnell right and then move him back? Or either way, he's got two years, and they've got everybody. Spragan says he's back. Mays is back. Campbell's back. They just have one more piece to plug. They they should be in fantastic shape offensively. You know, the way Hoppel likes to pull his guards and stuff, and everybody, oh, I can see Hurd coming through their road oh. grader, man, just taking somebody out. So, uh, what you, what's your thoughts on G-Mac, Bill? You know, Coach Pete's with him all the time. Um, nobody knows him better than Coach Pete. He thinks he's a future Sunday guy. He's he's six six. hadn't really even filled out his frame. He's 190 pounds maybe with a couple of bricks in his pocket. I'll tell you what, he's built a lot like Nico. He's long, very long. Now, Nico's put on some weight since then, but he's similar, and he's also a heck of an athlete. He's, he's really good in basketball. So a long guy like that you don't think has escapability. This guy can run. I was going to ask you about his wheels. Is his He, he got wheels comparable to Nico then, you think? Don't know about that, <laughs> but, but he's got <laughs> wheels. <laughs> Yeah, he's got wheels. He's got tons of arm talent. Uh, switching gears on your but, but, Hey, Bo, 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 one note. Yeah. One note. My uh, second youngest boy of five said, Dad, you remember right. that eight-year-old, nine-year-old flag football team that I was on? I said, yeah. He goes, you know who the quarterback was? I go, no. And he goes, George McIntyre. I said, that, <laughs> seriously, that was him. But go ahead, Bo. Sorry. So you don't remember seeing him play them? Uh, you're losing it, Bill. You don't remember him seeing, watching him play flag football with your son? I mean, I did, <laughs> but I didn't know it meant anything. You know, he was eight, nine years old or something. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, what about, I think Connect, Bill, is going to help Barnes get his day this year, and, and, and we're going to Phoenix, and the ball's going to get the first Final Four in school history. He's talking about Dalton Connect, a transfer who's playing. Have you watched him, Bill? I have. It's it's somebody's already brought. Other than Bernard King, people are already saying he may be the best player they've ever had. Well, uh, the way I, I'm just astonished the way the Ziegler's come back, Bill, so quick from that ACL surgery. Yeah, he's a little I point mean, guard. He is, yeah. Can you imagine having that guy guard you out there? <laughs> no, uh, I couldn't. <laughs> no, I couldn't. They're they're rough on D, but I was going to ask you, Bill. It looks like. Uh, I saw your boy uh, Stansbury on the bench with uh, Penny the other day. I didn't know he had landed there in Memphis. I did not know it either, but Hoptown boy at Commitmus was there and told me. And I, I hadn't talked to Stansbury in a couple of years. I knew he was out at Western Kentucky, but I did not know he was on that staff. But I did not. Yeah, yeah, giving giving Penny some drawing some plays up her on the clipboard for Penny. But who's going to be the next coach? Uh, uh, they're having a lot of pain in Louisville, Bill. Who's going to be the next coach up there? I don't know. You're talking gonna, about Kenny, gonna, Kenny, Kenny Payne. They're going to come after Pearl, I bet you. Louisville basketball is is an embarrassment, which is sad because I grew up watching Denny Crump. Your boy's up there, ain't he, Bill? He might have some inside information. He hates them. <laughs> he's he's a vol. He got <laughs> He goes in there and he wears orange in dental school, and and all those pl- all those other students are UK and U of L and IU. Got to remember, a lot of IU fans right. out there. So he right. has to fight them every day. Hey, out out the door, Bill. I I don't get to listen every day, but I appreciate you when I do get to tune in, man. But 
What about is is Cosby? Is he still AWOL on you? Or what's what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, he is. No, no, no. I don't know. Sign. What's what's the story there, Bill? I don't even know what happened. Can you talk about it or anything? Uh, yeah, the the female soccer player that's uh, so vocal. Cosby hates her, and he came on the radio here and called her the B word. And the oh. station, the station suspended him for a month, and he said, "The heck with it, I'm done." Hey, uh, you know, Cosby don't never get out of bounds, Bill. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Hey, good to talk to you, Bill. All right, man. Appreciate it, Bo. Bo and Gallatin. What about that, y'all? All right, hour three coming up. Omni Nashville Hotel.